Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Hey, Blessed Nation, Jay Marsh here. Welcome to today's show. I've got a wonderful guest that I can't wait to share with you. In fact, I want to get right into the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to today's featured guest, and that is Dr. Phil Carson. Dr. Phil, welcome to the show, sir. Oh, thank you so much, Jay. It's an honor to be on your show today. I really appreciate you having me. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get to connect with you, and I can't wait to get to know some more stuff about you. You know, I, I know some stuff because we've been talking, been chatting a little bit, and I want to share those things yeah. with the audience here at Your Blessed Life. And I guess the first thing that I know about you, and I knew this before you even told me because I could tell by your accent, that you're from Mississippi. That's yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were talking earlier. I've got family from Mississippi, so I... I, uh, there's a near and dear place in my heart for Mississippi and, but you're from, you're from Tupelo, right? That's right. Okay. Tupelo. So I've got, we talked, I've got family from Jackson and you're from Tupelo. So are, I've never been to Tupelo. Is Tupelo and Jackson, are they, are they, are they close in proximity? Uh, no, about three hours apart. Tupelo uh, is up in the Northeast corner of the state. Uh, Jackson okay. is more in the center of the state. Yeah. Okay. Well, good deal. So how long you been in the Mississippi area? All my life, uh, born in Tupelo, lived here in this somewhere in the Tupelo area uh, all my life. All right. All right. Well, I also know, Dr. Phil, that you're married. You've been married, what, th- over 30 years? How many years? Uh, just uh, last month, celebrated 33 years. Fantastic. Congratulations. Wow, 33 years. That's yeah. That's an amazing accomplishment, and and I know that you've got some beautiful children to show. It's five children. I've got five: two boys, three girls, and a six-month-old granddaughter. All right, you guys are busy. Oh yeah, you guys are busy. I love it. Well, that's exciting. Um, you know, Bless Nation. I want I want to share with you something, and then I want to ask Doctor Phil kind of a fun question. I really think that this visit with Doctor Phil is going to. Well, I think it's going to connect with you. I think it's going to, to resonate with you because Dr. Phil is about encouraging and teaching others how to live a more balanced life, a more vibrant life as it relates to your health. So, Dr. Phil, you're a, you're a licensed pharmacist, right? That's right. And so tell me, tell me real quick, though, the focus of what you do, I know it's about creating a more balanced or more vibrant and a healthier life. Mm-hmm. But what is it exactly that Dr. Phil does? Okay. Well, um, I consult uh, with and coach uh, people uh, with various health issues, health problems. Uh, they come to me looking for uh, natural solutions, holistic solutions to, to their health issues. Uh, of course, I was traditionally trained uh, as a pharmacist to graduate from pharmacy school in 1985. But uh, shortly after I got out of school and started to work, and began to have some health issues of my own because of stress in my life, major, major stress in my life. And uh, my, my health was failing and I was suffering. I started looking for some answers for myself because I was taking several medications that uh, were only giving me some temporary relief. And I needed more than just temporary relief. Uh, I was uh, suffering severely from uh, all kinds of uh, digestive issues, uh, primarily because of the stress and because of uh, the way I was eating. And um, it was, uh, you know, it, it was affecting me in, uh, in a lot of ways. And I, I was looking for something that could correct my problem, could cure my problem, not just give me some relief, symptom- symptomatic right. relief. And right. uh, so I started searching and I found a book one day uh, on natural products and natural therapies that this doctor had written. And uh, in reading that book, I found the answer I was looking for and found out uh, a lot of what was going on digestively with me, uh, not just the stress, but uh, other things that were causing uh, 
my problem <clears throat> and um, started doing what this doctor recommended and it changed my life uh, so I it, you know made me want to learn more so I started uh, looking for uh, other uh, things about natural products and natural therapies uh, because in pharmacy school, I was taught the history of natural medicine, not the application of it. Right. So um, I started looking for courses to take, and I found uh, some courses. And I started uh, taking these courses, and I got certifications in all kinds of natural uh, therapies and began to share these things with my patients that were coming in asking for you know, herbal products or asking for supplements, which I you know, didn't know anything about until I started you know, taking these courses. Uh, and, you know, began to share these things I was learning with, uh, with my patients and saw, you know, dramatic results and with them in a lot of cases. And, uh, that was exciting. And so I just, you know, kept pursuing it, kept learning more. And over the years I've uh, shifted away from traditional pharmacy practice of, uh, dispensing medications. And now I'm, uh, working in a, uh, a clinic. Uh, that is called the Life Transformation Medical Center. It's actually a clinic that I co-founded uh, with Dr. Laura Washington last year. And uh, so uh, that's what I do. Uh, I work with people in this clinic. I assist her in uh, you know, helping her patients with natural therapies. Uh, I have people that come to see me uh, as well for uh, various issues and problems. And I also have a online business called Carson Natural Health. Uh, where I coach people uh, all across the country uh, through the internet, uh, by phone, uh, and um, you know have a variety of various uh, supplements that we have online there that, to help people. So that's what I do. Well, that is so interesting, and it really aligns itself with uh, one of the key reasons why I started the show and this ministry is because walking our life out as a Christian is, is not only a spiritual walk. It's not only a mental walk, but it's also a, a physical walk. And, mm -hmm. and I love that you have a focus that is not just on the, the symptom, but it's on finding the root cause. And I really think when we look at the root cause, I think that aligns us up for a verse that is, it, it's, it's a cornerstone verse for my life. And it's, it's one of Paul's verses that he wrote in first Corinthians. And it basically is that reminder to us that our bodies are in fact, the temple for the Holy spirit. That's right. That Holy spirit that lives inside of us yep. and that our bodies aren't our own and that we were in fact bought for a price and, and we are called to honor God with our bodies. And I'll tell you something for me, Dr. Phil, Years ago, I've always been a, a somewhat of a health conscious, health aware guy, but in, I guess it was in 2011, I really made this verse the focus of why I wanted to be healthy and it, it changed my perspective on long-term health. So I, I love being able to connect with Christ-centered folks that have a specialty in an area that is so beneficial to us in what we do with our bodies each and every day. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. I, I appreciate you uh, uh, say, saying that, sharing that, um, because uh, I recently uh, uh, published a book uh, called How to Live Until You Die, The Seven Keys to Living Happy, Healthy, and Whole. And uh, a lot of what's in this book is my own personal story and experiences I've had uh, with struggles in, uh, in life, struggles in business. And uh, it addresses uh, what you're talking about here, the, the whole being, our whole person, mm -hmm. body, soul, and spirit. And, uh, you know, as I talk about in the book, I believe we're all three-part beings and we have to take care of, of each of those three parts uh, and not neglect uh, either one. Uh, and, you know, taking care of body, soul, and spirit and trying to keep them in the proper balance uh, you know, uh, gives us the, the, that vibrant life uh, that we're looking for. And uh, we, they all work together, and we've got to work on all three of them. I agree. And I'll tell you something, Dr. Phil. I've got your book in my hand, and I've already started reading it. I'm hoping that through your story, through a couple of stories, 
that we're going to get to touch on a few of these topics, but I want to plant a seed with you. We haven't discussed this yet. Um, and the seed is this, you know, what would be fun as I get to know you as blessed nation gets to know you from the inside out is what would you think about coming back at a later time? And we just dive straight into the book and we just start talking about some of these keys, um, that I know, and you know, cause I'm holding the book and share these things on how folks can align that body, mind, spirit, that soul and create balance in their life. Absolutely. Love to do that. Okay. Well, cool. I, I didn't want to put you on the spot there, but I, I was going to mention the book. In fact, bless nation. I will put a link to the book, um, in the show notes. When you go to your blessed life and you look at Dr. Phil's episode, you will see a link to his book, how to live until you die. And it is the seven keys to living happy, healthy, and whole. And, um, I mean, just when you look at the the content of the book, you can see that this is practical, actionable content that you can put to work in your in your life. So, yeah. well, I want to regress just a little bit, Doctor Phil, and and I want to ask you something kind of kind of fun. So we've talked about a lot of cool stuff about you, yeah. a lot of serious stuff, but share something with us that's maybe a little less serious. Something with us, maybe it's a fun fact, maybe it's even a uh, maybe even a hidden talent. Something that Maybe not everybody knows about Dr. Phil. Okay. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> sometimes uh, I get uh, accused of being too serious. Uh, and I am a serious person. Uh, and um, I'm an analytical type person. Uh, and I can be, uh, you know, fairly serious. But sometimes uh, I like to do crazy things and just, you know, have fun and surprise people. So uh, one of the ways I've done that uh, here in the past year is I created a Facebook Live uh, program uh, last year uh, that I call Feeling Good Fridays. And uh, on this program, sometimes I do some kind of off-the-wall uh, crazy stuff in, uh, in recording uh, this program every Friday. And I do it during the noonday hour and... Um, uh, just to give you an example of one of my episodes, uh, I recorded it from a, a garbage dumpster. Uh, I was inside uh, the dumpster. Uh, <laughs> I've recorded an episode from uh, uh, sitting on a limb in a tree. Uh, so uh, I, I've done some, uh, uh, some crazy things. I recorded one on top of a building uh, not too long ago uh, where I had on layers and layers of clothing and I, uh, you know, took one layer off a time, shedding bad habits in our lives. And, uh, and so I do some crazy stuff and that surprises a lot of people. I've had little people make comments. I didn't, I didn't know you had that kind of sense of humor. I thought you were a more serious person. So, uh, so yeah, I, I like surprising people sometimes. Yeah, that is so fun when we stretch ourselves and, you know, step a little bit out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I think it really allows us to connect with folks in a totally different way. So that is so cool that you, that you do that. And of course it's got me intrigued now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. That, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it is. It's, it's, I enjoy it. And you know, sharing is really the entire backbone, if you will, of this show. And it's wonderful to get to connect with folks and get to learn about so many exciting things in their life. But at the core of the show, this is really about getting to know you from the inside out as we talk about your your daily personal walk with Christ. And so what we like to do, as you know, Dr. Phil, on this show, we hit these three primary areas. We talk about faith. We talk about hope. We talk about promise. And at the end, we sprinkle in a few nuggets of wisdom. And so if you're okay with that, I'd like to begin with talking about faith. Can we, uh, can we get a little serious here? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. Um, you know, this idea of faith, it's, it's the thing, it's the glue that keeps us grounded mm -hmm. because in each and every part of our lives, we go through struggle, we go through stuff, we go through challenges. And I've come to learn that these are opportunities for God to really do a mighty work in our life. So what I want to ask you, Dr. Phil, is if you would tell us about a time where your faith was stretched and maybe a time where you were even in that proverbial pit would you share a, a story with us about like that? Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. It's uh, it's a story that um, uh, happened just uh, a few years ago, and um, uh, it's 
it's a story that uh, I get uh, emotional sometimes talking about it. So um, uh, forgive me if that uh, if that happens, but uh, because it's uh, it's still fresh and and uh, uh, and raw, uh, and it's uh, uh, the um, subtitle of my book, uh, "Happy, Healthy, and Whole." Uh, it, it's it came out of the story, uh, but a little over seven years ago, uh, I. It was in a pharmacy operation that I had started. Actually, in 1999, I opened up my own store. I quit working for somebody else and went into business for myself, opened up my own store, and uh, started it from scratch. Uh, and that, uh, in that business, I, started, I st- decided to start doing my natural things that I was doing, natural therapies, and, cl- and integrated with traditional pharmacy and, and a natural pharmacy integrated together. Right. And that became, you know, uh, popular. Uh, a lot of people started seeking me out for help and uh, from all over the area. And uh, we kind of outgrew that operation. And I opened up the second store in a neighboring town that was strictly just natural. Uh, had a health food store in the front. Uh, it was my dream uh, to have this natural business and to be able to uh, counsel people. Uh, you know, I had it set up uh, similar to, you know, medical office where where people would come in, sit down for private consultations and that kind of stuff. And um, everything, uh, you know, was going great. And uh, 2008, 2009, you remember uh, well what uh, what happened with our economy and uh, how things kind of crashed uh, back then. Uh, And I became a casualty uh, of that downturn in in the economy. And I ended up losing everything. Uh, the first business opened, had to close it first, merged it with the second one, and then ended up in 2009 uh, losing it all. And uh, I tell people on December 31st, 2009, I walked out the back door of that store and locked the door uh, on my dream. And it was tough, extremely tough. I had spent uh, uh, 10 years working on that dream and building uh, those businesses, uh, and to have to walk away from it all was extremely, uh, tough. Um, and, uh, you know, at the time, two of my children were, two of my five children were in college and, uh, the financial devastation, uh, of that, um, uh, it was, um, uh, <clears throat> it was something that, uh, I never believed would have happened to me. And I told people this, I've seen it you know, over the years, I've seen it happen to other people many, many, many times and people go down that road that I never believed would happen to me. Uh, <clears throat> but it did. But uh, you talk about faith and um, uh, that's where uh, I'm so thankful for uh, my faith uh, because at that time, you know, when you get hit with something like that and you get a... Uh, and, and you lose all the things that you've worked for for years. And the, the only thing we were able to keep out of all of that uh, disaster was our house. Where we lost everything else, um, you know, possession-wise. Right. Uh, but uh, we didn't lose our faith. And um, thankfully, we didn't lose our marriage. Uh, and I know that happens to so many people when they go through financial struggles like that. Uh, but um, because of my wife's strong faith as well, we both, uh, have a strong faith in God and we both have been uh, active givers for years and uh, not just giving of our money but giving of ourselves uh, in not just in our church but in our community uh, for almost 20 years I coached kids my own kids and other kids in soccer uh, and um, you know involved in a lot of different things in the community serving on boards and that, that kind of stuff and uh, I'll tell you, Jay, when uh, this happened to, to me and I you know, lost everything, I, I wanted to quit all that other stuff. I was ashamed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't, you know, uh, it was hard for me to, to keep that going, but I did. And uh, we kept going. We kept giving uh, <clears throat> in every way uh, that we could. Uh, and, you know, the, fortunately for me, I was able to get a job. Uh, because, you know, jobs for pharmacists are plentiful. Uh, 
uh, not hard to find, but I had a good friend of mine that I had helped out a couple years earlier before everything started going downhill. Uh, he was needing some help, needing some work, and I gave him some work. And so he called me after all this happened. He said, hey, I'm working for this big operation, big pharmacy operation now in Tupelo. He said, we need another pharmacist. Can you come go to work for me? I said, absolutely. I don't have anything else to do right now. <laughs> so uh, I went to work with him, and that was a blessing to get that job to bring in some income to help us make it, uh, you know, and, and try to stay afloat. And, uh, you know, we were uh, just, you know, buried in debt. And uh, it was an uh, extreme, <clears throat> extreme struggle. But uh, God was faithful. And um, he, uh, he brought us through. Uh, and, you know, things began to happen, uh, just unexplainable things. Um, that uh, I still get emotional about thinking about today and the blessings uh, that uh, that we received even during uh, that uh, that struggle. Uh, it was just you know my wife and I were sitting here recently talking about it all, and it's just you know mind-boggling uh, the, the the things that happened and how we were sustained and how God. Uh, uh, even though we were struggling, he was there for us. And, uh, right. you know, one of the things, Jay, that I, I did uh, to try to help cope with all of what was going on uh, was a lot of nights I would come home from work and I worked long hours. I worked as many hours as I could, working overtime, trying to get as, uh, you know, make as much extra money as I could to try to pay everything that I had to pay and try to pay back all the people that I owed. And um, uh, I would uh, take these long walks. We live out in the country, and I've got a country road that I can walk up and down, and virtually no traffic at night. And I would take these long walks just, um, you know, crying out um, for mercy and for help and um, and just praying and, <clears throat> um, you know, seeking some, uh, some solace and some uh, some peace with everything that was going on, and it was uh, it was therapeutic. And it was comforting uh, to me, and it, it was my quiet time, it was my time with uh, with, with the Lord. <clears throat> and it was uh, it was one night on one of those walks that uh, those words uh, began to come out of my mouth. Um, I just began to make this confession that. Uh, I am happy, I am healthy, I am whole. And uh, I wasn't feeling or experiencing either of those at the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it began to, I began to say it, and I said it over and over and over. And um, every night when I would walk, I would say that. And... Um, you know, it's uh, it's amazing what has happened uh, over the past few years. And then uh, in 2012, I got a man that I knew had a very successful diabetes business, and diabetes care is something that I was doing in my operation, taking care of diabetics. And he said he was uh, had a business where he was su supplying diabetics with all the testing supplies that they needed all across the country. And he said, my business is changing. He said, I need you to help me open up a pharmacy. He said, the insurance companies are changing up the payment model and they're uh, forcing my patients to go get their stuff from a pharmacy. He said, I, I'm losing them left and right. Can you help me? And I said, well, I, I, don't, I don't have anything. You know, I don't, he said he wanted me to partner with him and open this pharmacy up. And so, uh, you know, uh, I told my wife about it. We prayed about it and, um, and we decided, hey, what have we got to lose? Uh, let's let's give it a shot because he said I'll put up the money. And uh, so I had some equipment, I had my expertise, my pharmacy license, and I said, okay, I'll help you do this. So in uh, March 2012, we start. We got the ball rolling. April uh, 2012, we opened up. I worked for six months for no pay. Uh, I still had my job, so I worked at nights. I worked on the weekends. Uh, every hour that I could, uh, that I had, I'd, you know, put into this operation and, uh, and to get it up and running. Right. Uh, 
after six months, I was making a little bit of money and I was able to, to get a little salary out of it. Uh, after a year of being in operation, I had to quit the job and go full time with this new pharmacy that we had opened up. Uh, last year, uh, I began to realize that, hey, uh, my dream is not dead. I can continue. I can go back to pursuing my dream. Uh, my partner was wanting to open up a bunch of pharmacies and just keep adding and adding, adding, building more. And uh, that's not what I wanted to do. So I told him, I said, look, I want to sell. I want to sell my shares. And it took me a while to convince him that I was telling the truth, that I really meant what I was, <laughs> what I was saying. And uh, because the, the business had become very profitable. And um, uh, last year when we sold, uh, that one pharmacy had grown to five. And um, so uh, I sold out and last year um, opened up, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, co-founded the Life Transformation Medical Center uh, uh, with a doctor friend of mine. Uh, so uh, at this point in time in my life, seven years later, uh, I can say I am happy, healthy, and whole, and I'm debt-free. Um, God restored it all. That is amazing. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that story. I, I knew a little bit about that story, you coming in, and of course I didn't want to lead you in any direction. I wanted you to tell the story that was on your heart. But what I didn't know that's so cool is that you created that mantra for yourself of being happy, healthy, and whole and how it became the, the doorway, yeah. the, the gateway for your, for your book. You know, and I, I see a couple of things that you did along the way as you were walking this out. And, and I want to bring them up, and then I want to I want to ask a question about it. One of them sure. is giving. Yeah. You know, when I look at the story, and I think of well, you know, what takeaways can we get from Doctor Phil's story where we can integrate these into our own struggles that we're going through? And I see that you you gave, you gave of yourself, you gave of your time, you gave of your resources um, in the in the midst of this struggle. And then the other time was that you committed to this quiet time with the Lord. Is there anything else that during this time of struggle that you did on a regular basis that helped you move through it? Um, yeah, we, um, uh, my wife and I, you know, prayed together more than we ever had in our lives. Um, and, um, you know, there was, a there was a time going through all that and especially in, uh, in the beginning where we didn't feel God. We, we were asking, where are you? <laughs> you know, uh, cause we would, uh, uh, we would roll out of the bed in the morning and hit our knees before we did anything else. And, um, uh, and, and pray together and, uh, just seeking him. And, uh, you know, my wife would uh, tell you this for a long time there. We just, we kept doing that, but we just didn't feel anything. Right. But, uh, but we didn't, but quit. you did it anyway. Yeah. We didn't quit. And that's, and, and, and that's faith, Jay. You know, sometimes we don't feel God. Or sometimes we, we may question, where are you? Uh, but, uh, you know, faith, uh, keeps you coming back. Faith keeps you hanging on. Uh, even when you, you don't have those emotions, even when you don't feel, uh, uh, things, even when there's no spiritual high to be had, uh, it, it's all, uh, you're in the valley. Uh, it's right. faith that keeps you going. It keeps you walking through that valley. Well, I'm great. I'm grateful for your story that we got to not only hear about that time in the valley, but we also got to see God work through your life over those, what was it? Nine years? No, uh, seven uh, eight years, yeah. Eight years. Over that eight-year period of time, we got to see that hope manifest itself in these, you know, these mini breakthroughs, these strengthenings of your faith, this connection and growth with your wife. And I know I have a story that's similar to yours. And when I look at these three things, that's why I wanted you to identify these three things with me, the yeah. giving, the quiet time, and now the third one, the praying together with your wife. Yeah. Um, 
these three things become a foundation for good times and bad moving forward. That's right. And I really believe they are what set you up for your breakthrough. Yeah. 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 I, I agree hundred percent. And, 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 uh, I know, uh, the, the giving part, uh, you know, uh, especially as part of that is, uh, because, you know, we, we didn't, you know, have to keep giving and we could have said, Hey, we don't have it to give and, and we're not able to do this. We're not able to do that anymore. Uh, but we were faithful in our giving and, uh, we, uh, you know, we planted what I call seeds of harvest. We were planting those seeds, uh, you know, year after year, uh, day after day. Uh, and for years we've, we've planted seeds. And that's one of the things too, that, uh, I think a lot of the, the, the seeds that we planted in our lives prior to all of this happening, all the giving that we were doing prior to losing everything, a lot of that you know, was harvest that came back to us during that right. time. Because a lot of times people not even knowing what we were going through, because we, we didn't tell a lot of people. We kept things to ourselves, and very few people knew what we were struggling through. But sometimes people at church would, and the people at church that didn't know. And we didn't, we didn't share all that we were going through with the church until sometime later, years later. Um uh, but people would come up to us and hand us an envelope and say, hey, you know, I just felt dead to give this to you. I don't know why I just felt dead to give it to you. Wow. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it would be just what we needed. Yeah, and just when you needed it, right? <laughs> yeah, and just when we needed it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, um, you know, kind of those kind of things happen. And, uh, and I believe that's a, uh, you know, because of the, uh, our giving, because of our faith, uh, faithfulness in, uh, in giving over the years. I mean, it's wonderful to see how that faithfulness to God, to see that faithfulness of God yeah. show up in your story. And it's so reassuring that when life happens, that God is willing and able to show up in our life at the right time, at the right place, in a big way just like he did for you and hallelujah for that. Praise yeah. God for that. Yeah. So Dr. Phil, as we roll in, so we've, we've covered some pretty cool stuff. So we've talked about a, a story of struggle. We've got to see the other side of that struggle as you came through that seven year period. And we got to see a renewed hope. We got to see you and your family come out on the other side. Um, this really leads us to that third, that third pillar and it's promise. I suspect that all along the way that you and your wife and your family were leaning on the promises of God to strengthen your faith, to increase your hope uh, in a way that only the promises of God can. And so when you look at those thousands of promises in the Bible, um, it's evident, at least it is for me, that God wants to bless us. He wants to love us. He wants to shower us with his goodness. Um, and you know, many of my favorite scriptures are actually promises of God. So what I want to ask you, Dr. Phil is, would you share with us one scripture or promise that when you think back over the seven year period that guided you, that supported you in your faith and in your hope? Um, absolutely. Um, this, um, uh, ironically, this particular, uh, these particular scriptures, uh, have been, uh, some of my favorite scriptures all of my life. And um, I, I've had them posted in different places in my, you know, my home, my business, and um, and had quoted them many, many times. But um, uh, they became uh, really real to me uh, in the recent years going through this struggle. And it's First uh, Peter 5. Uh, six and seven, uh, which says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. And you know what? I see, I see so much correlation to your story. Yeah. I mean, I think about the timing of things happening in your story. Um, and that's so 
in line with this verse here at first Peter five, six and seven of how God's mighty hand shows up at just the right time in just the right way. That's a wonderful verse. Um, and it's a, it's a promise. It is. It, it's, it's really more than a verse if, yeah. it, as if a verse wasn't enough, right? <laughs> it's a, it's a yeah. promise. It is. And those truths are so important. And that's why I like to summarize the show with this third pillar, because not only is the word of God truth, but it's promise. And sometimes when we're going through a difficult time, we need a promise that we can hang on to. Sometimes when we are at the top of the mountain and we're singing God's praises, we need a promise that we can remind ourselves that God shows up and shows up in a mighty way. So thank yeah. you for, for sharing that, that verse with us. And bless nation, I, wanna, I want you to know, you know, God knows your heart just like he knew Dr. Phil's heart and what he and his family were going through at that time. God is with you. And he wants you to know that you can stand on the truth of his promises. So, Dr. Phil, I have this this very interesting um, thing that's going on with your blessed life right now. And and you said something a while ago that was part of your process to move you through your, your challenge, your, your struggle. Um, and it was giving. Yeah. And the, and the reason I want to mention this, because this is something that I am doing for the very first time in any episode of this show. And I think about the correlation and the timing of it. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you something. I've been a little apprehensive to do it for a lot of reasons. And when I get to it, you'll, you'll, you'll understand because there's a spiritual battle going on always, but it has to do with giving. Um, so, Blessed Nation, many of you have been so gracious in, in, in sharing how this podcast has encouraged you, how it's supported you, how it's been a regular resource for you in your walk as you move down the path of your blessed life. And I'm grateful for you, and I'm grateful that you're part of the community. And it's my desire that, that God will continue to allow me to bring you um, folks like Dr. Phil, uh, encouragement and teachings and insights that will continue to be a blessing to you. But here's the opportunity. Here's here's what I'm what I'm getting at. I want to give you an opportunity to support the show in a whole new way. Not only the show, but the ministry. So what you may not know is that your blessed life is a ministry. It's in fact a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And the reason I mention that is because something I've never offered to folks is it gives you an opportunity to support this show financially with a kicker and the kicker is it's a legitimate tax deduction. So I'm, I want to give that opportunity to you. This is the first time I've ever, ever offered it. I know how important giving was and you just got to hear it with Dr. Phil as he was moving down a difficult time in his life. So I want to ask you if you would consider supporting this show, consider supporting this ministry financially. There's, there's not a, a set amount. There's no required amount. It's just what's on your heart. And you can do that by simply going to yourblessedlife.com. So there's a, you know, there's going to be a donate or a give button there and you can give or donate whatever's on your heart. I mean, I am just doing this as we speak here. So all you have to do is go to yourblessedlife.com and when this episode goes live, I'll have a donate or a give button. And it's an opportunity for you to support this show and this ministry with your finances. And so I want to thank you in advance for your generous support. So, Dr. Phil, what's crazy about that story is you and I hadn't discussed that I was going to be talking about this. Yeah. And for this topic to be one of the pillars that move you through that season, I just praise God. Yeah. Because I feel... That this, that this is divine timing. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Well, Dr. Phil, I want to get into the nuggets of wisdom round. And this is kind of a fun round. It's kind of a speed round. And the reason I do it is because one of my favorite reads in the Bible is Proverbs. And I love it. 
and I suspect you do too, because I know you said you're a very practical guy, because it's such a practical application of God's ways, right? That's right. And so I, I couldn't help but to incorporate some portion of the show to wisdom. And so what I'd like to ask you is just a couple of questions, just kind of short, concise, to the point questions that will share some wisdom with the audience here. And so I want to begin with this question. Big or small, I would like for you to share with us one thing that's on your heart right now that you're grateful for, that you're praising God for. Uh, that would uh, uh, that would have to be uh, uh, my family. Um, I, like I said, I just, uh, I just spent uh, several days with my entire uh, family. All my children were home. Uh, my granddaughter was home. Uh, you know, with my oldest son, his wife, they live in Charlotte, North Carolina. They came in and, uh, we all were together. Uh, first time in, in a while, uh, that all five of my children, my wife and I, uh, and I, you know, were able to sit down and enjoy a meal together at the table, all of us. And it was, uh, it was awesome. I'm very grateful for, uh, the family that God's blessed me with. And I'm grateful that, uh, all of my children, uh, love the Lord and are serving the Lord. Mm. Praise God for family, and mm. and praise God when you know your 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 child's heart belongs to Jesus. Amen. Okay, well here's the next one I have for you, Doctor Phil, and this is kind of a fun one. What's one way that you like to be a blessing to others? Um, well, uh, we we've been uh, we've been talking about it. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's given, uh, my wife and I love to give anonymously and we do that a lot of times. Uh, and we just, uh, sometimes we'll, we'll do special things, uh, for people anonymously and, and, uh, we, we love doing that and, and just love blessing people, uh, in, in so many, you know, different ways, um, financially and a lot of times with money and maybe sometimes with a, a gift of some kind, uh, and, uh, it's just something that's in our hearts that we just enjoy, really, really enjoy doing and, uh, and teaching our kids to be givers as well. You know, I don't think there's any coincidence that we hear this in mainstream. It's a mainstream saying, yeah. and that is it's better to give than to receive. Because when you give, it just opens the heart. I think it opens the heart up. I think it it puts us in line with the ways of Jesus. I mean, I, I just think about what he gave, Yeah. you know, he gave it all. And when we can give just a little, I think it, it, it draws us closer to Jesus and the person of Jesus. Amen. So, you know, you shared a couple of things while ago that really helped strengthen your walk during a difficult time. But as you reflect on your life right now, is there anything that you do, maybe one thing on a regular basis that helps you to further your walk and, and to even strengthen your walk in Christ? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> something I talk about uh, uh, with people uh, quite a bit, and that's, uh, you know, having that uh, quiet time every day, having that time that uh, where I can uh, have some time with the Lord. And I, you know, I get up, I, I have a uh, kind of a routine that I, uh, I go through or uh, rhythm or whatever, and uh, you know, get up early in the morning, exercise, work out, uh, and then, you know, have that quiet time, uh, and time of, of, of prayer, meditation. And, uh, and that's, you know, uh, that helps me start my day off. Right. Uh, used to, I would, uh, stay up late, get up, uh, get up late, <laughs> rush, getting ready, trying to get to, to the office, get to the pharmacy, uh, and, uh, just rushing around, grab a protein bar or something on the way out the door, uh, eat on the way to work, uh, get there. And I'm already stressed when I get there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, with the routine that I do now, I ease into the day and I'm not rushing into the day. I'm easing into the day and I'm starting the day off. Right. And, uh, it's something that, um, uh, I, I wish I was even more disciplined at doing every, 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 every single day. I do miss some days. Sometimes they get busy and things are going on in life and I miss those days. And, and, uh, you know, it, um, <clears throat> it makes a difference when I do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you shared that because I, 
have found for myself that that is something that I try to stay true to. And that is that quiet time, that prayer time and, and creating a routine to set my day on pace on the proper pace. It doesn't happen every day. Um, but it, it does set the stage, uh, for a more grounded day when I do that. So I'm glad to hear that that is working for you as well. Absolutely. So, you know, we were talking a while ago about books and for the exception of your book, can you share with us one book that is, well, it can be a, a Christ centered book. It doesn't have to be a teaching book per se, but it has a Christ message. It could be fiction. It could be nonfiction, but it could be about anything. It could yeah. be about relationships, faith, health, finances, a, a fun story, anything. Uh, any book come to mind that you'd like to share with us? Um, yeah, there's um, uh, there's a lot, <laughs> actually. But uh, uh, I guess the, the one that first popped in my mind when you started saying that was uh, uh, The Noticer. Uh, Andy Andrews' uh, book called The Noticer. Um, it's a fantastic book, great message in the book. And, uh, he even did a follow up book uh, to it called the noticer returns. And, um, uh, if any of your listeners have not read the noticer or the noticer returns, uh, highly, highly recommend, uh, the, those books, uh, the noticer returns, especially if you're raising small children, uh, some great, great parenting advice in that book as well. Well, I tell you, I'm a, I'm a fan of Andy Andrews. I think one of my um, favorite books that I've read of his, I think it's called The Traveler's Gift. Have you heard of that? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was the first Andy Andrews book that I read. And yeah, uh, I uh, actually ended up buying a, a, a couple of cases of that book and I gave, <laughs> I gave a lot of them away. Uh, and, uh, I bought the young Traveler's gift and gave it to all of the kids in my church. Uh, they got a copy of the young Traveler's gift. Oh, I love that doctor. I think that is such a great idea. Uh, and I forget about that book, the young Traveler's gift that he created a, a, uh, a younger version of that, yeah. but I'm glad you brought that up. I'm just writing myself a note to, to great, earmark uh, that and take a look great at that book, book for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. You know, I love the style of Andy Andrews writing and the way that he weaves in the person of Jesus into his writings in a way that is digestible and non-confrontational, yeah. um, but it draws you to him. So I'm glad you I'm glad you shared that with us. Yeah. Well, before I ask you to share with us the best way for us to connect with you and get to know about you a little bit more, I want to ask you this, Dr. Phil, what what is going on in your life right now? that you were most excited about in any area of your, of your life? Um, uh, probably I would have to say the, uh, the wellness program that we're starting, uh, with our uh, clinic, the life transformation medical center. Uh, we're starting a, uh, a new wellness program that, uh, we are hopeful and believe that it's going to, uh, radically change some people's lives, uh, body, soul, and spirit. Uh, because that's what the Life Transformation Medical Center is all about. Not just treating the body, but helping people, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, body, soul, and spirit, the whole being. And so I'm excited about getting this uh, program up and running and, uh, and blessing uh, a lot of people. Me too. I'm excited for you. I tell you, this is just right in line with, um, with my, my ministry, my overall ministry, my overall call for this ministry. And I, so I'm excited with you. I'm excited to see this progress. In fact, I know that you're going to be in my neck of the woods here next month. Um, and I'm hopeful that we get the opportunity to connect as you, yeah. you know, look to put pieces together, um, for your own wellness practice and the training that's involved in doing that. So I'm excited for you and I, and I wish you the best on that. So as we look to wrap up the show, um, and I share with listeners of how they can connect with you. I know you've got something fun and something special that you're going to share with us here. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I have a website, uh, it's carsonnatural.com. People can, you know, go there and find out about what all we do. Uh, but, uh, I, I want to, uh, give your listeners something that, uh, I use uh, quite a bit in my practice and with people. And I have this, uh, on my 
website, but uh, we're going to create a landing page called carsonnatural.com slash yourblessedlife. If they'll go to that landing page, uh, they can get a free stress assessment and uh, a guide that we call the, the seven keys to stress relief uh, because that's something that, as I've, we've talked about on the show today, that I've dealt with in my life. And uh, uh, I've got seven things that I put into practice in my life that I want to share with people uh, that can help them if they're dealing uh, with stress or battling stress in their lives as well. So uh, they can go to carsonnatural.com slash yourblessedlife and get those documents absolutely free. Awesome. I love that. I can't wait to check that out. So Bless Nation, um, I will also link that up in the show notes on Dr. Phil's episode. So if you're jogging down the road or driving down the road um, and you can't remember CarsonNatural.com slash your blessed life, just go to the show notes and I will be sure to link it up. Well, I tell you what, I hope you've enjoyed our time together, Dr. Phil, as much as I have. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's been uh, great. It's been an honor uh, to be on your show today, Jay, and and to speak to your listeners. I thank you very much for the opportunity. Well, you're welcome. And I'm grateful for your, well, for your openness, for your vulnerability, for your willingness to share, well, the good and the bad, you know, the, 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 the blessings and the, and the rough spots. That's right. And so I'm, I'm grateful that, that you've been able to do that and we're willing to do that. And, and bless nation. I'm grateful that you got to tune in to today's episode. I'm grateful for our time together as, as I get to, you know, come alongside you here with Dr. Phil and guide you down this show as we move down the path of your blessed life. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to subscribe to it. Um, if you listen to it on iTunes, there's a purple subscribe button. You just hit that and you'll get the next coming episode. Um, and you can also rate and review the show through iTunes. You just, in the search bar, you just type in the show, Your Blessed Life. And uh, when it pops up there, you can click on the icon with the show. Um, and then there's a rate and review tab. I'd love uh, to hear your thoughts. I'd love to see how this show has helped you and how it's blessed you. And uh, so thank you in advance for your consideration to do that. So thank you so much, Bless Nation, for tuning in to today's show. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And until that time, I want you to remember that God absolutely loves you and it is his desire to bless you.